Hello everybody, this is Anna Lara, of course, and today I want to talk with you about a topic that I feel like is really important, but is also a little bit controversial, so hopefully you'll stay tuned and listen all the way to the end so that I can give you some resources, some help, uh, some hints, and some ideas. So the topic that I am going to talk with you about today is autoimmune diets, does one size fit all? Now, let me give you a, to start with a little bit of a background on autoimmune diets. So the first thing for you to be aware of is that the concept of an autoimmune diet was created through functional medicine, and there is a specific diet called the AIP diet, or the autoimmune protocol diet, and this particular diet is really, really strict, has a really long list of things that you can't have, and the idea behind this is that you start off being very, very strict through the process of basically an elimination diet, and then over time there are certain things that you add back in and you take note and keep track of how those things affect you. And if you don't have any problems with those things, then you can still eat those things either, you know, occasionally or in some cases people are even able to eat them, you know, three or four times a week if that's what they decide that they want to do. And examples of things that are not allowed on an AIP diet would include any grains, so not just gluten, but any grains, no dairy at all, so not even butter. You know, so you can't have any nuts or seeds or legumes or anything with lectins, so that would mean even like tomatoes are out. Also can't have any uh, uh, potatoes or eggplant or peppers or any of the nightshades. However, you can have sweet potatoes and you can have coconut because coconut is not considered a nut when it comes to the specifics of the AIP or the autoimmune protocol diet. And there are several authors and bloggers and medical professionals that have written books and talked about the AIP diet. So I will include some of those in the resources that you can find over on healthyhappyautoimmune.com and you can go there and reference those. So back to the whole concept of autoimmune diets, does one size fit all? So I'm gonna say that the short answer, and in my opinion, is no. There is not such a thing as one size fits all. And this is one of the biggest problems that I have with a lot of the information that's out there on autoimmune diets is that it basically tries to say that here's what the autoimmune diet is and everybody needs to follow this. And personally, I don't believe that that's true. However, I do believe that there are a few basics that everybody who is on an autoimmune diet needs to follow. And one of those is that everybody needs to be gluten-free. The reality is that even if you don't have celiac disease, if you have any kind of an autoimmune disease at all, then gluten is not going to be good for you and it is going to attack your systems and whether that's your thyroid in my case where I have Hashimoto's or if it's some other part of a body system, that's going to be an issue. And um, also, dairy-free is typically going to be a requirement for most people. A few people are lucky enough that maybe they can try things like goat's cheese or, you know, a few things like that. Also, 
Um, some people can tolerate butter eventually over time. And along with that, eggs are a problem for some people, but not all people. So personally, I have tried going without eggs and have noticed not much of a difference. Personally, I tend to be okay with eggs. So that's okay for me. Um, also, personally, I have found that nuts really bother me, but seeds are not as big of a deal. And I also don't really have that big a deal with tomatoes and beans and potatoes. So, you know, the nightshades, peppers, that kind of thing don't really bother me as much. I, However, these are also not things that I consume on a daily basis anyway. So, you know, that's definitely something to think about. So, as far as trying to determine, you know, if you have some kind of an autoimmune condition and you're trying to determine what you should do, the first step, really, I feel like, is to go gluten-free. And then after that, the next step is to work with some kind of a functional doctor or medical practitioner to determine what kind of plan should you follow specifically. And if after going gluten-free you still don't feel your best or your thyroid numbers are still higher than they should be, for most people I would say the next step would be dairy-free and then potentially also giving up eggs at the same time as dairy. And then another third step after that would be to consider giving up all grains for a period of time. And then after that, if you still really don't feel well, then maybe trying to give up nuts and seeds and legumes and the nightshades, that kind of thing is a good idea. Because personally, I've also found that actually trying to go complete AIP all at once, well, that is what a lot of the doctors will recommend, is just really, really hard and really not practical for most people. It just simply, in today's day and age and world that we live in, it's very expensive as well because you can't just you know, cook a lot of things because you can't use it in grains or dairy or nightshades. And it's just very, very time consuming as well. So, you know, because the reality is, as a healthy person, you still really want to have a nice variety of foods in your diet, which is more and more difficult with AIP. So that's personally my opinion, is that it's better to gradually eliminate things. And then over time, if after eliminating some things, you don't feel better than to add on more additional things and eliminate those things. So that's just what I recommend. So the main book that I really recommend, and I will link to this as a resource on healthyhappyautoimmune.com, is Dr. Amy Meyer's book on the autoimmune solution. Now she personally does really advocate for a pretty strong AIP and for going all in for the most part. However, she does also have really good recipes and resources and things like that. And I have tried and used some for supplements and other things and have really enjoyed them. So, you know, I still highly, really recommend her books and her blog as resources, even if maybe you aren't going to go all out on everything related to AIP. So anyhow, hope you found this information helpful. If you have any questions or comments for me, you can contact me at healthyhappyautoimmune.com or send me, you know, an email message or comment and take care. Hope you are all doing well and have a good rest of your day.